Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. One more hour. Lots and lots of football. We're going to squeeze a whole bunch of it in here. We're glad you're with us. The man, though, who is the star of the show, I'm just here to, to get you from Sam Fritz to Sam Fritz for the scoreboard updates because Sam is, in fact, the star of the show, the Minister of Information, the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Coach, my man, I appreciate all the compliments, but please keep in mind my head's still got to be able to fit out the door when the night is over. But while I'm still in this chair, let me give you some football scores. Indianapolis Sassinia defeating Beach Grove 44-23. Norwell defeats Belmont 42-0. Similarly, Madison Grant beats Blackford 56-0. Our first overtime matchup that we reported on earlier tonight, it was the Battle of Bloomington. Bloomington North beating Bloomington South in a thriller overtime 25-24 in favor of Bloomington North. Bluffton defeats Woodland 28-0. Boone Grove over South Central Union Mills. Boone Grove winning 35-14. Bremen beats Triton 28-21. Brownsburg and Avon back and forth. The next door neighbors went and Brownsburg won 53-30. Carmel welcomed in an out-of-state competitor against Louisville Trinity from Kentucky and Louisville Trinity would go ahead and run over the Greyhounds 41-14. Madison beats Carroll County, also from Kentucky. Madison, the Indiana team, winning in this one, though, 34-2-0. Centerville beating Winchester, 34-20. North Harrison beats Charlestown, 34-22. Another overtime matchup, close one decided by one point here. It was Center Grove beating out-of-state Ohio team Cincinnati Moeller. Center Grove, 35, to the Ohio Cincinnati team, 34 Sheridan beats Clinton Central handedly, 57-0. Speaking of handedly, Cascade up over Cloverdale, 68-0. Columbia City defeats Huntington North, 55-27. Columbus East over Jennings County, 49-27. Columbus North fell to Indianapolis Ron Colley, 38-10 in favor of Indianapolis. There, Warsaw and Concord kept it to a cool total 13 points. Warsaw's 10 to Concord's 3. West Central beats Culver 52 to 18. Danville smothers Crawfordsville 51 to 0. Carol Flora beating Delphi 39 to 0. East Central over Franklin County 55 to 0. East Noble beats DeKalb 38 to 15. East Brook beats Frankton 28 to 21. Eastern Pekin fell to Silver Creek 33 to 12. Eastern Green defeating Mitchell 41-14. Eastside kept Churubusco scoreless 28-0. Owen Valley over Edgewood 42-6. Another out-of-state matchup as uh, I believe this is Massillon-Washington from Ohio. They handed it to Elkhart 55 
to zero. Alexandria beats Elwood 63 to nothing. Jasper over Evansville Bossy 56 to 34. And I was keeping my eye on this matchup on Twitter. The Jasper quarterback closed out the first half with a 29 yard pass into the end zone and managed to come away. That helped lead to the win there one more time. Jasper over Evansville Bossy 56 to 34. Vincennes Lincoln beats Evansville Central 56 to 6. Castle beats Evansville Harrison 49 to 7. Possibly our low scoring match of the night. Evansville Memorial up over Evansville Matter Day 9 to 6. Seems like that was an all field goal battle there. Evansville Wrights over Evansville North 24 to 27. Another overtime matchup as Fairfield beats Culver Academy 39 to 31 in Overtime. One more time, if you haven't caught the final of the IU Hoosiers game, they beat the Indiana State Sycamores 41-7. to Lots of football to be played tomorrow, much like the Ball State Cardinals, who are going to Georgia to take on defending champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. I'll see you guys in another 15 minutes. For Never Canadian Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Uh, Jasper beats Evansville Bossy 56-34. WITZ's Chris Norton joins me. Chris, very solid win for the Wildcats tonight. Yeah, you know what, Coach, it was. And, and very rarely do you see a 56 next to the Jasper Wildcats, but that's what we saw tonight uh, to the tune of over 1,000 yards combined between the Wildcats and Bossy Bulldogs. Why? I, either team ran the ball over nine yards per carry. I mean, Jasper put the ball on the ground 58 times, 246 of those yards going to a fullback, Carter Holsworth, four touchdowns for him. Max Butel, sophomore quarterback, 113 of his own. Elijah Wagner, though, one to keep an eye on for the Bossy Bulldogs. He had 350-plus yards on his own. He took it to the house from 47, 41, 65. Looks like a video game. Madden created a character out there. It was back and forth at one point to begin the third quarter. It was 27 points combined within the first three and a half minutes. It was just kind of one of those games where they're trading blows, and, and the second quarter was the knockout punch for Jasper, outscoring Bossy 21 to nothing. Pretty impressive night, though. I mean, uh, on both sides of the, of the football. I mean, that's just a uh, – and, you know, what? they just continue to play well. It seems to me – you know, my perception, obviously, being where I am, is that they're starting to really put some things together right now. I think they are. And, you know, it was going to be a growing period. Last year, through injuries, uh, they had a new quarterback, Max Butel, at the time as a freshman. And this time, they're giving him a little more lead on the leash where he is delving into the playbook a little bit Mm -hmm. more. He's got the confidence. And they've got rotation. They've got health is really the most important factor. Last year, they were banged up. It was a guy here, a guy there. Not everybody was on the same page. And now they've got depth. They can ride the hot hand if they want, and that's exactly what they've done. The offensive line, they've mixed up people here and there, new center for the third time this week. Uh, But they're able to get it done. And then the defense has been their strong suit, along with their running game. Against Wrights last week and against Memorial, it was just that the defense had been out there too long, starting to wear down. Now that you've got the offense feeling more confident, hopefully after tonight, I think you're going to see a different Jasper team. They're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Next week they've got Modern Day, Castle, North, still kind of waiting in the wings the next month. Uh, but things looking up tonight, and not just on the offensive side. Tonight, Jasper 38, excuse me, Jasper 56-34 winners over 
Evan Zobossi, Chris Norton, thanks so much for the call. Have a great night. You too. Appreciate it, Coach. Thank you very much. Tom Dilley joins me from Garen Catholic. They beat uh, Rebuff Jesuit this evening in a great game. Tom, thanks for the call. Congratulations on the win. Thanks, Bob. Always good to talk to you. Always good to talk to you now. I mean, BJPS is pretty good. This is a really, really important game for you because that's a, a good win over a good team. Sure. I mean, you know, the old cliche answer is it's a really important game because it's the next one, but it, it was all, also uh, opened our Circle City Conference play this right. year. And, uh, you know, it's been too long since we've, um, you know, really given these guys uh, our best our best game. I thought our guys played uh, played well tonight and uh, a lot of credits for Buff. They, they hung in there too, and it was, a, it was a, a game right down to the end. All right, so you you heard my question here about are you playing well or putting some things together? I mean, I think you are. I mean, it seems like you are. A game like this, 27-15 win over, over a good, solid rebuff team, I think you're making great progress. Yeah, we were actually 34-29, but I do agree with you. We played very well at times in all three phases, but we also had some – you know, mishaps or stubbed our toe a couple of times on all three phases too. So that's good news, though. That means you know there's still room to improve, but our guys are playing pretty well and having right. a lot of fun and eager to get back to work tomorrow. Who plays well for you tonight in the win? You know, offensively, our offensive line really controlled the game, um, and particularly I would single out seniors Max Thompson and Josh Holba, um, as well as junior Miles McGreal, who was out last week, came back from an injury and played really well. But the other guys also. And then um, Peter Rooney continues to be a battering ram at, at, at tailback for us. And Randerson got really tough yards. Alex Gibbs played some running back and receiver. And uh, Jack Cherry did a great job on the perimeter as a receiver as well. Right. You know, Ryan Zimmerman, our quarterback, distributed the ball well and ran the show and kept everything, everybody calm and under control and, you know, defensively, our free safety, Aaron Keller, continues to be just rock solid every week, and he was again tonight. I don't have stats or anything in front of me, but uh, he's the glue back there. And um, up front, Elijah Taylor is constantly in the other team's backfield. And uh, I think I think uh, had, had a number of times where he was, um, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, held, uh, grabbed, whatever, but um, he, uh, he, was, he was wreaking havoc all night. So, <laughs> oh. No, we got to run. It's okay. Yeah, Don't get nervous. Tom Dilley from Garen Catholic. Garen Catholic beats Burbuff tonight, 34-29. Tom, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Coming up, our player with a heart. Brought to you by Bex at Bex Hybrids. We are and will remain farmers at heart. All right, more scores to go. Forest Park beats Tecumseh 28-2-17. Fort Wayne Lures beating Fort Wayne Wayne 24-21. Big scoring game here for Fort Wayne North as they best Fort Wayne Concordia 70-39. Total score over 100, first one I've seen today. Homestead beats Fort Wayne Northrop 48-13. Fort Wayne Snyder blinks Fort Wayne South 41-2. Southmont defeats Frankfurt 42-6. Garrett over Lakeland, 18-9. Gary West defeating River Forest, 38-20. Out-of-state matchup, South Warren from Kentucky, comes and faces Gibson Southern. It was the Kentucky team leaving with the win, 45 for South Warren, 28 for Gibson Southern. 
Mishawaka beating Goshen 48 to 13. South Putnam fell by two to Greencastle. Greencastle's 51 beats South Putnam's 49. Greenfield Central and Pendleton Heights, another close scoring game here. Greenfield Central's going to win 43 to 38. Greenwood Christian beats Edinburgh 35 to 6. Garen Catholic over Brave of Jesuit. 27 to 15. Hagerstown blanks Union City 48 to 0. Same goes for Hamilton Heights over Northwestern 42 to 0. And a very close overtime matchup. I'll be able to break it down for you on the next one because I'm up against it here. But Hamilton Southeastern beats Fishers in overtime 35 to 34. More on that in 15 minutes for Network Indiana Sports. I am Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network High School Football Tonight. Snyder is ranked number one in 5A for a reason. They're really, really good. They're 41-0 winners over Fort Wayne South tonight. Snyder's Kurt Tipman joins me. Coach, thanks so much for calling and waiting. I appreciate your patience and congratulations. Always good to be with you, Bob. Another great Friday night. What's well, a fun Friday night? You know what? They see even at my advanced age, <laughs> these these things are fun. Uh, and you know, you, especially you know when you win, uh, and especially when you have a group of guys like you have who love one another, love to play football, love to run around the field and make things happen. Well, Bob, I couldn't have described that one any better. You hit that one on the head. We do have a good group of guys, and tonight was our senior night and where we honor kids been in the program for four years and um it's a great group of kids uh, it's kind of special for me to have a senior son on the team and so uh good night for the for the seniors yeah. and uh you know a, a good night to celebrate their time in the program it's an emotional night. Uh, had to be for you and your family yeah, with with your son, but you've gone through it with uh, a lot of your other sons, so to speak. So you kind of know how it is, but you continue to play at a very high level, and I know that ma- makes you happy, especially here here at the halfway point. Hard to believe we're at the halfway point, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's stunning to be honest. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> it's just, but it is. I mean, you guys are putting, you continue to put things together, and um, veteran group I think understands what they have to do. Yeah, they've been a, a mature group. We would describe them as kind of handling some some adverse situations here at the beginning of the season. Stuff we're not used to. We're not used to traveling you know, to Indianapolis and on the road. Tonight was our first home game. Right. So we had three uh, road games to start the year and, um, you know, travel road games. We're not used to doing that with, you know, the, right. the conference schedule that we've had and with it opening up this year and being able to get down to Indianapolis for a road game and East Noble for a road game. You know, uh, just, you know, some situations we're not in and our, our group has handled it well. And I think that speaks, you know, with the senior class that we have and you know, the character of those kids. Uh, has led us up to this point, so um, it's been it's been good, and you know we're looking forward to um, in the next battle, and that'll be next week. Who do you play next week? Uh, Carroll, and so you know they that'll be again, a battle. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're highly ranked in six A, and so uh, I think that'll be a you know a pretty big one. 
I think it'll be a very big one. Tonight, Snyder, 41 nothing winners over Fort Wayne South. Snyder ranked number one in 5A. Kurt Tipman, great to talk to you as always. Thanks so much, and good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Always good to be with you. Thank you very much. Let's talk some college football. Indiana State at IU tonight. Hoosiers uh, very impressive and overwhelmed the Sycamores tonight. From the IU Sports Network, our good friend John Herrick. Hello, John. Hey, Coach. Yeah, it was a very impressive performance tonight. Um, Indiana showed uh, that they were the better team by going out. They scored on their opening drive and really never looked back from there. Uh, Jalen Lucas, who has been a a guy who has earned special teams honors in the Big Ten, Uh, he's a huge playmaker every time he touches the ball. IU coach Tom Allen said on his coach's show this week with Don Fisher that getting the ball in Jalen's hands is going to be a big part of what this team needs to do. And he set the tone early. Uh, He scored the first two touchdowns to put IU up 14-0. They split time with the quarterbacks again, Taven Jackson and Brendan mm-hmm. Scoresby. Uh, Jackson got more time. Uh, he was 16 of 19 tonight, looked really good, had a really impressive 10-yard rushing touchdown. But, you know, Tom Allen still not committing to one quarterback exactly yet, so we'll see what he decides to do when Indiana plays Louisville next Saturday at Lucas Oil Stadium. But he, he just got a great performance uh, tonight all the way around from the offense, the defense, the special teams. And um, they needed to have a bounce-back win for their confidence after the Ohio State loss, and they certainly got it. Yeah, they did, and, and they also need to find their legs offensively. You know what I mean? It's it's good to have a game like this where you're able to, to play a lot of different people. You don't have a lot of pressure, so to speak, and, and try to find your way along in terms of what you're going to do on the offensive side. Yeah, I think that was the big thing that needed to happen tonight. I think I think the offense needed to come in and, and show that they were not going to be just conservative, that they were going to throw the ball. Right. They weren't going to be afraid. To just They weren't going to just run it all the time. Um, and, and Taven Jackson definitely showed that connecting with, you know, um, Cam Camper. Omar Cooper had himself an outstanding game, seven catches for over 100 yards receiving. Um when he didn't really do much last week. so And, of course, he's a local product here from Indianapolis. So uh, great to see him get involved in the passing game and great to see the offense open it up. And the defense was sensational. There was a bizarre fumble that Jalen Lucas had that Indiana State returned 75 yards for a touchdown. But Indiana State's offense did not score. I mean, that seven points came off that, that mm-hmm. turnover. So the defense for Indiana State has proven, uh, for Indiana, has proven that they were very good against Ohio State, kept them in the game against a very good offense, who probably has the best receiver in the country on it, Marvin Harrison. And then this week they, they came out and were just as good, if not even better, against Indiana State. So a lot of good momentum going into this game next week against Louisville. Well, a big win for IU, 41-7 over Indiana State. Taking on Louisville next week. John Herrick, thank you, John. Thanks for calling. Have a great weekend. Not a problem. Thank you, Coach. Thank you so much. LaVille, 38-6 winners over Winnemac tonight. LVH1's Matthew Florian joins me. Matthew, thanks so much for the call. Thank you. We've lost Matthew. Sorry about that. David Deaton from WKLO has the uh, Charlestown win tonight. David Deaton, thanks so much for the call. 
Yeah, thanks for taking the call tonight, Coach. A good win for North Harrison at home in a conference game against Charlestown, and the Cougars are now 4-0 and overall and 4-0 and in the Mid-Southern Conference uh, after four weeks of high school football so far. Not bad. So tell me how they do this tonight. Well, it was the ground game as it has been all season. The Cougars only attempted two passes tonight, and they spread mm-hmm. the wealth in the backfield with all the guys that they have. Six guys getting carries as per usual. Bryce Fessel, the sophomore running back, right. 15 carries, 145 yards. The offensive line was fantastic tonight for North Harrison. They kind of started a little slow tonight, went eight plays and 23 yards, punted the ball away to Charlestown. The Pirates actually drove it as far as the North Harrison three, but the Cougar defense bowed up and got a stop, a turnover on downs at the Mm -hmm. North Harrison 11. The Cougars took over from there, went seven plays, 89 yards, and finished it off with David Langdon running a quarterback keeper for a touchdown from five yards out. Charlestown would respond with a rushing touchdown. Clay McClelland, who is a tremendous senior quarterback for the Pirates, ran it in from 15 yards out, got the two-point conversion to give Charlestown the lead. And then Charlestown got it back on an onside kick. North Harrison forced a four-and-out with another turnover on downs. Cougars went to work, 14 plays, 67 yards, 5 minutes, 46 seconds. Langdon in from three yards out this time for the touchdown. They went for two and got it. We're at 15-8 at halftime. Got a pick at the end of the first half, closed out. Charlestown actually fumbled the ball first play on offense to start the second half. And then kind of a bizarre sequence with North Harrison. They actually had to go into punt three times. Uh, the second play, they actually tried to throw a pass that was called back because of a false start. The third punt hit the Charlestown returner in the face mask. North Harrison recovered it at the 23. They scored five plays later and kind of pulled away from there. The game ended with 332 to go in the fourth quarter. Boomer Hester... Uh, we think it was Charlestown's linebacker, collapsed on the ground. Somebody or had a couple of people say that he might have been dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So they went on mm-hmm. ahead and stopped the game tonight, but North mm-hmm. Harrison does get the win, 34-22. First time they've beaten Charlestown in the regular season since 2015, and a big matchup at Brownstown coming up next week for this North Harrison football team. There you have it. David Deaton from WKLO. Good, solid win tonight, uh, North Harrison. David, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thanks. You too, Coach. Coming up, Mike Kelly from Hamilton Southeastern will talk about the Mud Sock game. It was a great one after this short scoreboard update. Plus, Paul Condry, we got a lot more to talk about on Indiana Sports Talk. All right. I just found out I have back-to-back overtime scores to tell you right now. I have the story for one of them. I'll see if I can get the story for the next before my final update. But overtime duel ends with Hamilton Southeastern defeating Fishers 35-34. to Fishers had the first chance to score, and they did, but they missed a two-point conversion to follow. Since Fishers got the ball first, Hamilton Southeastern did get a chance to respond, and respond they did, getting a touchdown themselves. And after that, all they needed was that extra point to seal the win, and it went right through the uprights. Once again, Hamilton Southeastern beating Fishers in an overtime thriller. 35 to 34. After that, another overtime matchup. Hammond Central beats Highland 21 to 15. Penn defeats Hammond Morton 35 to 0. Wheeler over Hammond Knoll 46 to 0. Harrison West Lafayette beats McCutcheon 30 to 13. Heritage up over South Adams 34 to 14. 
15. Heritage Christian beats Eastern Hancock in a close one, 24-20. Heritage Hills with a flat 40, beating South Spencer with zero. Hobart and Kankakee Valley in a high-scoring affair, but it's Hobart walking away with the win, 53-48. Indianapolis Lutheran beats LaPel 38-7. Indianapolis Tinley beats Indianapolis Short Ridge 18 to 14. Indianapolis Washington over Lake Station 36 to 0 and Brown County beats Irvington Prep Academy 62 to 6. Last one in 15 minutes from me for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Evansville Memorial beats Modern Day 9-6. John Hurley joins me. Uh, Mike Scavara, is that is Coach with you? I am. I'm here. Mike, Mike's got me set up. Hey, John, Bob Lovell, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Congratulations. We know, uh, we know what this game is about. This is, to say it's a rivalry is an understatement. And uh, this one comes down. This is a great, great finish, is it not? Well, this one turned into a little bit of a rock fight tonight, I can tell you that. Um, and yeah, it, and I, it, mean, it, it, I mean, defensively, our, our kids played their, played their tails off and they had to come up big at the end that, to get a stop and, and allowed us to get a victory. But it was, uh, you know, everybody always, you know, modern day, it was down a little bit. But I'm telling you, they compete. Well, they still have uh, Mike Gable as their coach. <laughs> so they do. so they're, they do have they're not down. <laughs> you know, I don't have to yeah. tell you that. You already know that. Yeah. I think that guy's been coaching for, what, 30 years? And, and I don't think he still has lost. 60 games. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is amazing. So how do you win this game tonight, John? I tell you what, uh, you know, defensively they were lights out. Alex Brochures for us was all over the place. Um, you know, we, we got a score in the first half, missed extra point. And in, in the second half they went out and took the opening kickoff down and 10 plays and scored. And uh, our quarterback went out for a quarter and a half and, and came back in, in, the, in the third quarter and, and let us down to kick the field goal. And, and that ended up being enough. I can't say enough about Matthew Fisher and just toughness. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys uh, continue to find way to win, play a tough schedule. That's a big win. Who do you play next week? Play Harrison next week. And it'll be homecoming. So there'll be all kinds of things going on. Outstanding. Memorial over modern day tonight, 9-6. to six. John Hurley, thanks for the call. Good luck Thank next you. time. Thanks Thank very much. Up. You're welcome. Thank you. Brian Duggar joins me, the head coach at Martinsville. They beat Decatur Central 25-24. Coach, congratulations on a great win. Hey, Coach, I appreciate it. Uh, it was uh, kind of a, uh, uh, you know, a weird week with injuries and sickness, and um, we're just really proud of our kids to – to pull out a huge win against a really good uh, Decatur team uh, after kind of starting the season off slow here. Well, Decatur, you, you guys are kind of similar. You're starting off slow and starting to put things together. So it's a really important ball game. One point win. How do you do this? Well, it was, it was honestly a back and forth game. Uh, you know, like three to three, ten to ten. Um, right. They, uh, they they had a big uh, a big uh, kickoff return. Um, they got it to seventeen to ten. Then we marched down and score again. Uh, they had a good long drive with uh, about seven, eight minutes to go. And then we marched the field and tied it up and went for two. Uh, got it with about two minutes to go. 
Um, so we went up 25-24. Uh, they, uh, they, they marched down the field, took a timeout, uh, lined up for a 35-yard field goal. Uh, we blocked it, but we roughed the kicker. So they had to, oh. they moved it up, and then we, uh, right. they lined it up and blocked it again. So uh, just our kids never really gave up tonight. They fought, fought, fought. Right. We were, uh, right. Really, really, really proud of them. All right. So uh, when did you get the game winner? Uh, we um, uh, the uh, you talking about the two point play? Uh, we got that right, with yeah, about, yeah. Uh, with, with about two minutes to go, um, we felt like it was a good time to Oof. do it. We still had three timeouts. Uh, <laughs> right. We didn't get it. We right. felt like we could get a stop, but uh, we thought it was the the right play call, and we wanted to be aggressive in that situation. Martinsville beats Decatur Central tonight, twenty five twenty four. Brian Duggar, thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. Hey, thanks, Bob. I appreciate all you do. You're welcome. Thanks very much. Paul Condry, Hall of Fame broadcaster, Hall of Fame person in the Football Hall of Fame, Broadcasters Hall of Fame. From the Regional Radio Sports Network and the Indiana Football Digest, Valparaiso 31-7 winners over Michigan City. Paul, impressive win for Valpo tonight. Yeah, Valpo did all the little things tonight, Bob, to pick up the W. Michigan City hurt themselves with some costly turnovers, three to be exact, along with uh, some mistimed penalties, as well as uh, uh, an 0 for 5 on fourth down conversions. As a matter Mm. of fact, Michigan City was its own worst enemy tonight. Uh, They ended up Mm -hmm. with 354 yards, a total offense, actually, uh, 14 yards more than Valparaiso. The Valparaiso was efficient. They were able to close out drives, were very good. Six of nine on third down conversions, one for one on fourth. But it was too much Valparaiso uh, tonight. Tybean had a great night defensively for Valparaiso. But uh, the Valparaiso offense, led by uh, Justin Clark, their quarterback, as well as Travis Crash Davis, was outstanding again tonight, going 31 yards, or 31 rushes for 178 yards, and he had the hat trick tonight with three touchdowns. So Valpo improves to 2-0 in the Newland Conference and 3-1 overall. Michigan City drops to 2-2 and 1-1 and in the league as uh, the 54th season of Newland Conference football rolls on. Valparaiso and uh, Crown Point, the only two teams remaining in the league that are unbeaten, and they'll be matching up for a game in a couple weeks that we will have on regional radio sports. Paul Condry and I will be together tomorrow night on the show, recapping the night of football that we're going through tonight. Thanks so much, Paul. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Andrew Smith joins me from the New Pal Network. New Palestine, 63-39 winners over Mount Vernon. Andrew, lots of points in this ball game. Yeah, and then needless to say, the touchdown call got a workout tonight. Uh, is this was yeah. just a a pinball game that it looks like New Pal was going to run away with this early. They were up 28-3 early in the second quarter, and a big reason why Gavin Neal uh, was throwing deep passes to just about everybody. He had six completions tonight. Five of them went for touchdowns, and most of them wow. long passes. Uh <laughs> Four right. Tyler Kropp, who had four catches, 182 yards, four touchdowns tonight. And so New Pal goes up 28-3, to but Mount Vernon, uh, led by Luke Ertl, has an explosive offense. Scored on his last two possessions of the first half, kind of found a rhythm, and then um, recovered a fumble in the New Pal 27-yard line, scored to make it 28-23 early in the second half. Felt like the game had flipped 
But on the next play, New Pals running back Grayson Thomas mm-hmm. uh, broke a run for 80 yards, restored the two-score lead. Dragons got a stop, scored again to go up 42-23. And you think, okay, they're breathing a little easier. On Mount Vernon's next two offensive snaps, Jaleeba Brogan goes for 65 and 62-yard mm-hmm. touchdowns. There was a New Pal touchdown in between there, and finally New Palestine was able to see it out in the fourth quarter, holding the ball for the last 9.56 of the game. Um, wow. A long drive that uh, ended in a two-yard touchdown run by Grayson Thomas. Then they recovered a squib kick and were able to see it out, uh, a 63-39 win. Grayson Thomas ran for a career-high 290 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Gavin Neal uh, for New Pal tied a school record with five touchdown passes, three for 245. As we mentioned, Kyler Kropp had four of those for four touchdowns. Ty Mitchell had a 69-yard touchdown reception. The uh, Dragons had a 99-yard drive in this game. And not to be overlooked, Jaleeba Brogan for Mount Vernon had a great game and a loss. Six carries, 246 yards, four touchdowns. And he was very good in rallying Mount Vernon back into it, but New Pal was able to hold off and win 63-39 tonight. Andrew Smith, great job. The New Pal Radio, they beat Mount Vernon 63-39. Thanks so much, Andrew. Coming up, Coach Ryan Cole from Winchester. And we have uh, much more to come on Indiana Sports Talk. Sorry about that. All right, sorry. Sorry for that. Coach Cole from Winchester. Coach, are you there? Yep, I'm here, but I am. Uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. We just lost him. Yikes. We'll try to reconnect with him. Steve Kolb joins him from WAXL. Heritage Hills beat South Spencer 40 to nothing tonight. Steve, good win for Heritage Hills. Yeah, the, the we call it the Spencer County War, the rivalry game here in Spencer County, and Heritage Hills dominated uh, uh, their tenth win in a row in the series. Had the ball six times in the offensive half, uh, in the first half, six times offensively in the first half. Sorry, Patriots scored touchdowns all six times, four rushing, two passing. So that was the big story for Heritage Hills. Got the passing game going a little bit tonight. Coach, hey, Steve, I need you to hang on, okay? All right, final one from me tonight. Let's get to the scores. Jasper beats Evansville Bossy 56-34. John Glenn over Jimtown 12-7. Knightstown beats Union City 35-21. Knox over North Judson by 4-22-18. Kokomo, one final time. Got to bring up this record that was set tonight. Kokomo beats Muncie Central 47-27. And the longest punt in Kokomo school history was set tonight, perhaps helped by some windy conditions. But Andrew Barker boots the ball 73 yards, beating out the record set by Phil Thatcher in 1975 by one. Lafayette Jeff beats Richmond 36 to nothing. LaVille over Winnemac 38 to 6. Lawrence North defeats North Central Indianapolis 49 to 14. Lawrence Berg beats Greensburg 42 to 0. Lebanon over North Montgomery 42 to 22. Lewis Cass easily over North Miami 44 to 8. 
Linton Stockton and Sullivan. Linton Stockton wins by 2, 14 to 12. Logansport defeats Indianapolis Tech 48 to 12. Another out of state matchup. Louisville Fern Creek beats Jeffersonville. Louisville Fern Creek out of Kentucky wins 48 to 27. McConaughey beats Whitco 43 to 6. Madison Grant blinks Blackford 56 to 0 to 0 to 0. Marion over Anderson 47 to 27. Martinsville and Decatur Central with a close one, but Martinsville wins 25 to 24. I have been with you all night, and I have been Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. We uh, rejoin our conversation with Steve Cole from WAXL. Heritage Hills beat South Spencer 40-0. Steve, thanks for being with me. Tell me how they do this tonight. Well, as I was mentioning, Heritage Hills had the ball six times in the first half, scored six touchdowns, and uh, got their passing game going a little bit tonight. Sophomore quarterback Jet Goldsberry threw for two touchdowns, uh, 38-yarder to um, Caleb Schmidt and 21-yarder to Hunter Meredith. Uh, for the second and third touchdown passes of the season for the Patriots. Goldsberry also ran two of the four rushing touchdowns, had one from 50 yards and one from 29 yards. And a sophomore quarterback Five carries for 96 yards. That's just over 19 yards a carry. And believe it or not, that is below his season average. He came in averaging mm. 22 yards a carry mm-hmm. on the season. He is he has been very special running the football. And this has turned in um, with Braden Durham and Goldsberry and Hunter Meredith, a three-headed monster that has been very, very impressive running the football for the Patriots this season. And uh, they put up 283 yards on the ground, 15 and a half yards a carry, and that was all in the first half. Second unit guys uh, played the entire second half as they uh, cruise with a running clock 40 to nothing over their county rivals. But gets interesting here for the next couple of weeks. A very good North Posey team comes to the jungle in Lincoln City next Friday, and then the annual matchup with Heritage Hills and Gibson Southern in two weeks over at Gibson Southern. So those two will tell us a lot. Heritage Hills, 40 to nothing winners over South Spencer. Steve Kolb, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Bob. You too. Eric Moore joins me, the head coach at Center Grove. Center Grove beats Moeller of Cincinnati, 35-34. Coach, great win. Very exciting win for you and your guys tonight. Yeah, thanks, Bob. It uh, was a great win. Trojans versus the world this, this season, so it's been a lot of fun playing all these different teams uh, out of state. And uh, we got a big win against a traditionally excellent program from Cincinnati Moeller. Uh, didn't start so well. We didn't play well in the first quarter. Defense uh, picked it up and offense got in gear. And we got behind and 21-6 to in the third quarter and came back and uh, two-point conversion tied the game to go to overtime 28-28. And uh, then we stopped Mueller on a two-point conversion to win the game. Man, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, a lot going on in this game. Oh, we had – it was a circus. We had Joey Chestnut, the world champion hot dog eater, a friend of mine, came to – do the, the the opening flip, which which we lost. Which I'm really pissed <laughs> off at Joey now. And we right. had skydivers that landed on the middle of the field. It was it was the patriotism bowl was the theme tonight. Uh, the, that corporation came in. Usually it's the first time they've ever had it in Indiana. Right. And they selected us. They selected us to play a molar for that. Uh, got a great trophy with a beautiful eagle and a flag on it. Man, it's the nicest trophy I've ever seen. Uh, 
And we're just real proud to represent our state. You know, three weeks in a row we beat team from Tennessee, Kentucky, now in Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. So uh, it's a great night for the Trojans. We got started a little bit slow, but uh, we're more of a hot weather team, I think, and it's a little cool tonight. So started, we started slow, but it ended fast. Uh, just can't can't thank my kids and coaches enough for hanging in there and you know uh, and making it happen at the end. Center Grove, 35-34 winners in overtime over Cincinnati Moeller. Eric Moore, thanks for staying up late. I appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Good luck next week. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, we have a team out of Columbus, Ohio, next week, uh, Harvard Park, and we're anxious to get this road series versus the world over with. But we appreciate all you do for high school football, and go Trojans. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Coming up, final break. I'm going to come back and – finally talk to coach ryan cole from winchester there excuse me from uh centerville with their big win over winchester that's all coming up don't forget to join us tomorrow night saturday's night you know we've had 25 calls tonight so i promise you saturday will be just a little different pace as we talk about college football but this is fun this is great and we're glad you're with us and we'll continue to talk football after this short break on indiana sports talk welcome back everyone ryan cole joins me the head coach at centerville 34 20 winners over winchester coach thanks for your patience i appreciate it greatly and congratulations on a great win thank you appreciate it glad to be on always a good night when i get to talk to you oh you're very you're very kind i wish you would talk to my wife about that how's that she feel that same way so this is an impressive win for your kids good good win tonight how'd you do this yeah, uh, it was a great win. We knew it was going to be a tough one, but we came out and had a hot start, got up 14-0 in the first quarter, and um, but Winchester battled, and they kept fighting, and I think um, it was kind of back and forth. We always had control of the game, but um, they never went away, and so it was it was a great one, good win for us, and uh, just happy to keep it rolling. Well, you are rolling. You, you feel like your, your kids are making progress the way you think they should? Yeah, yeah, I think we're making progress, and we, we've got two opponents coming up that are going to be, uh, you know, really good tests and good measuring sticks for us as we kind of reach this back half of the season. It's hard to believe that we're already approaching week five. Yeah, I, I said that earlier tonight, and you know, we're at the halfway point. All right, who plays well for you tonight in the win, Coach? Uh, I got a – obviously team effort, but Owen Boyd is a, uh unbelievable football player, junior. He had – he had an interception on defense. He plays a, a role for us on offense. And then he actually had two punt returns, one that he took down to the five-yard line and another one that he scored on. So he was all over the field and just a big playmaker for us. And he uh, he showed up big tonight. Showed up big. So tell me who you play again next week because you, you, you mentioned you've got a couple of tough ones coming up. Yeah, we've got Fry High School next week. And then we've got Northeastern the week after. And the three of us were – we had a, a three-way tie for the conference championship last year. So um, Northeastern's undefeated. Tried, lost to just the Northeastern last week. So it's, we're kind of in the same position we were last year. And um, we're, we're hoping that we can move through these next two weeks. And, and our goal is to win a conference title outright. 
Well, you're, uh, I think, uh, making progress toward that. Ryan Cole, the head coach at Centerville tonight. They have an impressive 34-20 win over Winchester. Coach, I appreciate you staying with us and your patience again. Good luck to you and your guys next week. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for all you do. You're welcome. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. What a busy, busy night. Uh, Very busy night. We're glad you're with us. Great job. Tremendous job by uh, Elijah Robertson tonight. Sam Fritz, wonderful job. Uh, Don't forget now, tomorrow night, Saturday night, uh, college football. Talking about uh, college football, major college, some small college. We'll also spend time talking about the Colts and their opener coming up on Sunday. Yes, finally. (laughs) They're going to get a chance to play, so... Uh, exciting. Once again, thanks to Sam Fritz and Elijah Robertson for their great work. Thanks to our great stations around the state that bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And for 30 years, you've made us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.